Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Leading Britain's conversation. This is LBC with Tom Swarbrick. 436 to your calls in just a moment. First to the other war that's going on and comments Joe Biden has made about the situation in Ukraine. A full-throated case for maintaining critical support for Ukraine in its war with Russia as President Zelensky flew in again, but sounding less certain than he's ever been on his ability to actually deliver it. Simon Marks is LBC's Washington correspondent. Why is he uncertain about it, Simon? Hi. Well, hi to you, Tom. He's very uncertain about it because the future of funding for Ukraine and also for Israel, by the way, is now potentially falling victim to domestic electoral politics. I mean, everything that you and I talk about over the next year is going to be all about Mm -hmm. the presidential election. And Republicans up on Capitol Hill think that it is to their advantage to suggest that Joe Biden is more concerned uh, about events on Ukraine's border with Russia than he is about events on America's border with Mexico. We're seeing uh, a record tide of immigrants crossing that border in to the United States. So the Republicans are saying, Mr. President, if you want to spend $106 billion on Ukraine and Israel, uh, we are going to force you to spend some of that money on much tighter uh, policing on America's southern border. President Mm. Biden speaking at the White House yesterday at that joint press conference uh, with President Zelensky made it clear that the stakes in this argument are now extremely high. Without supplemental funding, we're rapidly coming to an end of our ability to help Ukraine respond to the urgent operational demands that it has. Putin is banking on the United States failing to deliver for Ukraine. We must, we must, we must prove him wrong. In other words, what President Biden is saying is the money's running out. The clock is ticking. He challenged Congress to get this supplemental financing bill, uh, funding bill passed uh, in time for Christmas. Uh, It looks extremely unlikely, Tom, Mm. uh, that that's going to happen. Um, And as you say, a lot of domestic politics involved in in all of this uh, and and whether or not it may be inadvertently might suit Biden, given perhaps where the Democrats are, that that the money isn't heading to Ukraine, not least because the question of what success for Ukraine looks like is still largely unanswered. Well, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky answered that question yesterday. It was interesting that twice, uh, once uh, in the Oval Office itself and then later at the press conference, Volodymyr Zelensky sought to push back at this notion that Ukraine's efforts uh, to push the Russians back uh, have stalled. Mm. And he said he's absolutely got a military strategy uh, for 2024. Uh, As you'll hear, he said that uh, there is still a path to victory for his country. Ukraine can win. Our goals for 24 are clear. Take away Russia's superiority and disrupt their offensive operations. And I think it's real. But what is also real is that he found himself facing a buzzsaw of opposition to the concept of additional funding Mm. uh, for Ukraine up on Capitol Hill. Some of it 
from uh, more centrist Republican senators who actually do want to fund Ukraine, but want to force President Biden to spend resources tightening uh, policies on uh, the border with Mexico. But but there is also opposition, particularly in the House of Representatives, from the MAGA wing, the Donald Trump Make America Great Again wing of the party that says not a penny more for Ukraine. I suspect we'll hear more about this, Simon, on, on Friday in American Week. You will. I hope so. But... <laughs> But why am I seeing pictures of Hunter Biden on the telly? <laughs> well, it was a surprise to all of us because he showed up today uh, on Capitol Hill. He's been uh, ordered to testify uh, before two uh, committees in the House of Representatives, the Oversight and the Judiciary Committee, where Republicans, again from the Donald Trump wing, are making the case slowly uh, for the impeachment of his father, the president. All of this relates to unproven allegations that Joe Biden has been involved uh, in corruption, in cahoots with his son, Hunter. So Hunter Biden was ordered to appear before a closed-door session of a couple of these committees in the House of Representatives. He turned up on the Senate side of the complex today uh, to push back uh, and, and say that he's willing to testify, but only in public, uh, that the Republicans are engaged in shameless efforts to besmirch his reputation and the reputation of his father. And he absolutely insisted that his father had done nothing wrong, nothing illegal, nothing even morally questionable in terms of any involvement in Hunter Biden's business dealings uh, in China and Ukraine. Republicans now say they're going to hold him in contempt of Congress because he refused. He was defying, essentially, the order, the subpoena to mm. go and uh, testify uh, at a closed door session. Very interesting that he showed up on the Senate side of the complex for that appearance, because if he'd shown up on the House of Representatives side of the complex, Republicans could have ordered the sergeant at arms to go outside and arrest him and drag him into the building. So this was a calculated move by Hunter Biden to avoid that, but also to make it very clear that he is now ready mm -hmm. to fight the Republicans tooth and claw over what they're trying to do to him and to his father. Next year is going to be unbelievably messy. Simon, thank you. Simon Marks, LBC's Washington, Washington correspondent.